Hey guys, welcome back to another edition of Smart Guy, Dumb Guy. I'm Sean Harris, and with me always is Charlie Big Daddy Han. And we have some great, great topics to go through today. Like, Charlie? Well, for the, for the later fair, <coughs> we're going to discuss the first three weeks of the NFL season. I think that if you prognosticated th- this outcome after three weeks, then, you know, I need to go to Vegas with you because you're a genius. <laughs> uh, and two is, and it's on everybody's lips on, on the news 24-7 is the Kavanaugh Supreme Court. <laughs> it's actually in the background uh, for us. Nomination as of today, what is it, say, Thursday, um, what, the 26th, 27th? Sounds good. I don't know. Uh, he is currently um, speaking in front of the Senate Judiciary <coughs> Committee. So um, we're going to think about what, what, we, what we think about it, what's going to happen, what's, what does this mean, and give, you, give uh, our two cents on it. All right, so uh, what do you want to start with? I guess we'll start with the, uh, the, the NFL. NFL first. All right, let's do it. So the thing that sticks out in my mind is that of the 32 teams, 12 of them have losing records, and 18 of them have are either 500 or below. Right. Well, so, oh, yeah, it's because you can be 1-1-1. One, one, and one. Yeah, there's a, just two, four teams are 1-1-1, one, one, and, one, and the teams that are, are losing, I mean, Houston is 0-3. I think a lot of people didn't think that was going to be the case with with Deshaun Watson coming back. A- Arizona is 0-3. Um, New England, 1-2. Atlanta, 1-2. Oakland, 0-3. Um, and both San Francisco and Seattle, both 1-2. I mean, so <coughs> it seems like the teams you thought were going to be bad yeah. are bad. Yeah. But the teams that you thought were going to be good are bad. <laughs> and there, and there's, there's a, there are some teams that are doing well, but there is no... I'll start with the with the local uh, mm-hmm. team, of course, the Patriots, uh, where we are in Rhode Island. And um, I, I thought after the first three weeks, two and one would be a good place. So they are one and two, and they got a tough test this uh, this weekend with the Dolphins. So I think if they lose that game, they're probably not going to win this division, even though it's so early. This is such a big game. What 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 was surprising about this last game was. Like it's not surprising that Patron- nobody how, is getting open. How is is how well Detroit played, and obviously oh. you know the coach of Detroit, yeah, Matt Patricia. That he's like, and obviously he was a defensive brain, yeah. behind you know for the past what six, seven, eight years, yeah. and how he was able to dismantle the the both offensively and defensively, especially defensively, uh, Tom Brady and the Patriots, and really exploit what everyone's been saying. You know the the issue of depth at wide receiver, the the you know um, their ability to to run a game, the, the very the all toughness. facets of the game. Detroit outplayed yes. New England, and it was the worst game I've seen. Tom, I, that this is a, a probably a tribute to Matt Patricia, but. <coughs> I don't think coaching played much of a factor in that game, though, because it was just so one-sided that, you know, um, Tom Brady played the worst game I've seen him play in years. Um, the wide receivers just aren't getting open. The double teams of Gronk have just taken him out of games the last two weeks. Um, and they looked so good on week one. It turns out the Texans are 0-3. Mm-hmm. Um 
it's uh, that's that's the biggest surprises to me. I mean, the wide receivers. I said it from the start, and I don't think this Patriots team is all that good. And I didn't think the division was all that good. So I thought, you know, they'd go 11-5, and five, get themselves in the playoffs. And then, you know, Tom Brady takes over in January because that's what Tom Brady does. But, um, yeah, they, they might have – these Dolphins might be might be the team to beat in the AFC. So after last week, are you now wait, uh, ready to christen um, big boy Allen, Joshy boy, as the second coming of Tom Brady after his – his superb quarterback skills from the Buffalo Bills decimated the Minnesota Vikings. My boy jumped over a linebacker, ran for a touchdown, ran for two touchdowns. One was was the Tom Brady-esque one yard, yeah. um, but he ran for a, <coughs> a good 20-yard touchdown. Um Outsmarted Minnesota. I mean, the, the guy is he a rushing quarterback? Is he yes, he yeah. he is. But what he is he is a rushing quarterback in a, in the Steve Young um, mold versus a rushing quarterback in the uh, like Michael Vick. Because mm-hmm. he, he went to Wyoming, just like Steve Young went to BYU. He's yeah. in more of that mobile, you know, whack right uh, whack conference kind of running where Boise State type of offense. Where they they just they want athletic um, quarterbacks, but I'll tell you the people in Buffalo they they are they even if it's like Jim Kelly is like the was like is like God, and they're waiting for like the second coming to come, and they and they hope that this is that this is because he, he the way he played against Minnesota, which is a legitimate Super Bowl contender, the way that they dismantled that team makes teams. It makes the Bills fans be like, this is what we can see, excuse me, in like three or four years once it, once they get some more pieces. Because I'll tell you what, as a Buffalo Bills fan, what I've been doing after every game is checking the new 2019 NFL draft predictions. Because, you know, the Bills were 0-1-1, 0-2, so they kept that movie up in the... In the <laughs> right. So when they won, they went from like third to like, they're not like the seventh. Because <laughs> I was going to say, who are the Bills going to draft with, with their like number one or number two or number three pick? But now that they've won one, they we've moved on. Because that's how I felt this. I thought the season was a lost season, but it this is the first this is the first time that's I would say since maybe Kyle Wharton when he played for him, or maybe even Drew Bledsoe before that, where you saw a like a like a legit quarterback. It wasn't just a quarterback <coughs> not losing the game, but a quarterback actually winning the game for the yeah. What do you think about Oakland's 0-3 start? You think that Oakland was ever um, legit? I, yeah, I thought they were a pretty decent team. I, you know, I didn't think they were, you know, a powerhouse team at all. But uh, that's that's a biggest that's a big surprise to me. But the biggest surprise is in the same division with the um, actually they're not in the same division, are they? Kansas City. So uh, with Patrick Mahomes, mm. what is going on with this guy? Guy is first year quarterback. He played one game last year. And he did I, terrible. And now this year, he is lighting it up. He's on pace for almost 5,000 yards. It seems, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's it's a cycle or something. But when I, I when I like, um, I batch quarterbacks kind of like in one or two year groups. So you have like that group from like 83. That 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 uh, Elway, Marino, Kelly, you know, group where they all did really well. And then it just seems, then you, every, it seems like every 10 or 11 years, there's like a group of quarterbacks will... Come forward as a group, and then we even had really a, a, a good influx of quarterbacks in about ten years. But now you have like in the past couple of years, you have now Patrick Mahomes, 
Wentz, uh, the other Goff. guy. Uh, all these guys are coming up. Yeah. Uh, it seems like within two or three years yeah. ago, it just seems like they come in like like groups, right? Of two to three or four. It's like you have like you know the year with Eli Manning and Philip Rivers, yeah. and I don't know. And then you have a, a drought where there's just like they just fail, 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 and they seem to all you know do well as a group. Because I mean, if if you're ten years, from now, <coughs> I'm actually looking. We're going to be looking at like Mahomes and Carson Wentz. I'm looking and at the standings, Mitch right? Trubinsky. And if you switched Oakland and Kansas City, I think that's probably how I would have had it at the beginning of the year, with uh, Oakland being three and zero and Kansas City being the zero and three team. But um, Kansas City has put up 118 points in three weeks, and Oakland has put up a 52 points in three weeks. So you're not gonna you're not gonna win a lot of games putting up 52 points in three games, and. Um, so, I mean, that's the biggest surprise to me. That AFC West division um, also has Denver in it. I'm not sure if they're for real. The 2-1, and one, but I'm not sure if they're for real yet. So, um, it's going to be an interesting couple of weeks, the next couple of weeks, and we'll see uh, if the cream still rises to the top. So, I think and maybe this could be what they say, that, that, that changing of the guard. Is it, is it going to be, you know, the Kansas Cities and... And you did Eagles. have the Rams in the Super Bowl, didn't you? Yes, and, yeah, and that's, that's another one. And Jeff Goff and yep. and something that maybe this is the that that, <coughs> that the year the the, the Drew Breeses, the Philip Rivers, the Tom Brady's maybe they're they're the Ben Roethlisbergers maybe they're that generation's leaving, and now you're getting this new generation coming up. You know that's what's really about the NFL is that you have these like quarterbacks that seem to you know think that 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 quarterbacking. Seems to define the generation that you're in. It's not running yeah. backs or right. or receivers. But speaking of that, what do you think of this? Um, these, especially with Clay Matthews, these these penalties. Yeah, their, I, their I haven't really um, noticed too much. One of the costs, um, costs Clay Matthews. Costs yeah, the I, there, there are, um, and it's it's almost like they're being too cautious now. But I don't know what the answer is. For, really. the, for those who don't know, the rule is that you can. Sorry, this is you cannot when you sack the quarterback. You cannot drive your body weight yeah. into the ground. The theory being that you pick the quarterback up and then you drive him with all your weight into the ground. Well, that has now been, I guess, adapted to if you fall on top of the quarterback in the process of tackling him, and your weight does land on that. That's also the same thing. And I don't think that, that was. Maybe that the intent. The intent was they didn't want you to drive. You've seen it before, especially like you'll see it back in like the Lawrence Taylor days, where they like literally pick the quarterback up and then slam him down like in a power bomb style, like in the WWE. <laughs> and obviously, you know the quarter they, they they continuously make rules designed to protect quarterbacks, which you know some I, good, some bad. Watching the Patriots games because those are the full games I watch. It hasn't been that big of a deal yet, but I'm sure it's gonna come. The the rules are just too crazy now. And I understand why they're trying to do it, but it might be a little bit, they've gone too far a little bit now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my wife asked me um, a couple of weeks ago, she goes, do you think when Will's, by the time he's in high school, there's still going to be football? And I'm like, of course there is. She's like, even with all the head injuries and stuff, I'm like, it's still going to be there. Nothing is going away. That's that Football is so popular that it's not going anywhere. So I think that, that and I think you're going to see it now with the, the the helmets. So you like helmets, NFL helmets that were not designed to prevent concussions. NFL helmets are designed to prevent skull fractures. 
And because of that, people were leading with their helmet. I think now that once they get away from that, and now they design the, the, the helmets to be more concussion safety, I think you'll see a, a decrease in that. But one thing that people haven't really... I don't know what the baseline is for the for these brain injuries. You, you keep hearing about like when people die and they have their brains looked at, they always have these... With a CTE, yeah. But I haven't really seen like what does what what what's what's my level of CTE? Like I played football in high school a couple times. I know I, at least twice I was like knocked, got my bell rung as we used to say back in the day. Um, and other than that, I was in the military and I've, I've been knocked. I've fallen down, cracked my head against like the wall a couple times. I don't. What is like normal like CTE for like a normal human, like a normal male of just living a life of. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Unless I don't you know. live in a bubble, I guess, well, we, unless we talk to a brain surgery. I just uh, like to know, kind of like, that's always kind of like, like because uh, you keep hearing about it. You know, you know how these kids are young kids are like, you know, like the kid who was from um, was it Washington State? Who there was a quarterback who killed himself, um, and they did they and they looked at his brain. And he already had like CTE, and he only at the college level. He was the backup. Yeah. So. I just always I'm I'm really curious and maybe I'll have to look it up and and that's usually what a lot of these topics come up for is I get curious about something and yeah. want to know most of the yeah maybe that's a topic we can cover is that like what is the level of what is acceptable CT I will have to research I barely, I want to know that. I don't do any research whatsoever you do a ton of research and so you like really dive into like. Um, well, most and, of the things that we talk and, about, and, I'm interested and, in, and I want to know. And I basically just fly. I'm just well, whatever. It's like Republicans and Democrats. You know? <laughs> so, just, speaking of Republicans and Democrats, now we have the big Supreme <coughs> Court nomination, and like we pretty much seen in a lot of elections and in nominations, is a scandal is attached to whoever is being nominated. Whether it, uh, you know, and it's really affected, it's aff- has affected a lot of Republicans because... Wait, who's been under scandal besides the Anita Hill in, in this one? I mean, I'm not talking about, like, the Supreme Court. I'm just talking about, like, in Roy Moore, Al Franken. Oh, you, you know, the Mitchell movement. It just, well, and that, and I, don't want to see, I don't want to blame, like, women, but it just seems that that just seems to be the ones coming out now. But, you know, there's been other guys, you know, the guy, some representatives had some financial issues and stuff like that. But it just seems that it's a, it's a script that, that we keep seeing that... And and one of the things that like frustrates me about this about um, Kavanaugh is it always seems to come up these accusers always seem to come at the, at, like right at the last minute like right when they're getting ready to vote like you know and we come to find out that Diane Feinstein had a letter from um, the professor her name escapes me right now Ford yeah Ford uh, two weeks before he was. Um, right when he was nominated, and her excuse was she did not have the permission of Dr. Ford right. to come forward, um, and she came forward after the media had outed her. Correct. Um, well, no, that's not exactly what happened. From what I understand, and I could be wrong about this, but she wasn't outed by the media. She um, decided that she would come go public with it. But as soon as she did go public, they showed up at her house. They showed up for her job. Um, well, well, my issue is is that if you're if if you're unless you want to create a spectacle, if you're the senator, say you're the, you're a senator and you get this information, why wouldn't you go to the, yeah the, and say, listen, don't nominate this guy because it's going to be bad and it's going to cause a whole. Maybe she did. Maybe we. From what I'm on is that is that she helped. She didn't tell anybody. Not even the other Democrats in yeah, the then, committee. Then that's the wrong move. Um. 
And then I, so if you if you believe that she's up to no good, she was holding on to that until, and until like I think if I was like Cory Booker or, or Senator Whitehouse, I would have, I, I would have said, okay, here I'm, I redacted the name. Here is a letter I received. Yeah. Um, she's passed the lie detector test. She's very credible. FBI deems her credible. Blah blah blah. So um, here here it is. Ask away at the confirmation hearings. And if you ask any of those, like some kind of sex questions and the drinking and all the questions that they're asking him today, if you ask that, people would have been like, why, are they, why do they keep asking about this? What, what is this? What are they getting around? And they would have discovered that yeah. this guy well, was... What I'm saying is that, is that you, you do it right at the beginning so that they don't even nominate him in the first place. Or yeah. if it doesn't even get that far. Like kind of like, hey, you know... We have this information. But I don't... Did she get the letter? No, he was on the short list. I, I think he was on the short list of like the four people that right. got the letter. And so unless unless you wanted to make a spectacle of it, like if... So say I'm, I'm you know, a Republican, you're a Democratic senator. You might say, hey, you know, Charlie, check, I got this letter out. So you might want to nominate somebody else because this yeah. is going to end up being bad. But I've noticed that I call them the, 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 the big four. The big four in the Democratic Party... I've now what that's Elizabeth Warren, Kirsten Hildebrand, Cory Booker, and Kamala Kamala, Kamala, Kamala Harris. Whenever they say anything, they're all running for president. I don't. In my hope, opinion. I, don't I hope. That so whenever, not. so every time that they go up there, like when Cory Booker's like, you know, you can kick me out of the Senate, and I don't give a crap, and and um, Pamela Kamala Harris saying like. Did you ever? You know anybody from this Lloyd? Did you ever say anything to anybody? These these questions that they're doing, you know, Elizabeth Warren releasing twelve years of her tax. These are all things leading up to them running for president. So I really I hope not. So I like, hope you're so wrong. say like you know, like our uh, Senator Sheldon Whitehouse. I take what he would say with a with a more with more legitimacy because I don't think he's running for anything. Right. So if he or Jack Reed, who I think is a really good senator, I think he's better than Mr. Whitehouse. But I think Jack Reed is. Is the type of Democrat that that he was actually considered a uh, possible running mate for uh, Obama in two thousand eight. I also heard that he was for that he was going to be the Secretary of Defense under Obama, but for some reason that fell through because he's yeah. been he's been the head of the, he was he's been on the military committee when Joe Biden takes over maybe a whole lot. But uh, so I have a lot of respect. So I don't like hate all Democrats. I hate just like I, I don't like all Republicans. I hate grandstanders, and I think that. Um, like Jack Reed doesn't do that. I think Jack Reed is, is like is like he's in that like he's like the I consider him like the the McCain of like the Democratic Party, like this steadfast like a, a a pillar, for lack of a better term, of the of the senatorial chamber. But but my question is, so, so I don't I have a, it, I have it, a question it, for you. So, I do not but. think it, I do not think Kevin Austin get through this. Yeah, I think he's I think he's done. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I think that that he is going to. It's going to be definitely close. The vote I is going to be. And I think that. And I think that it's going to be. Trump is going to screw it because Trump Trump's shit attitude is going to come and haunt him because he bad mouthed Flake Jeff Flake, a senator from Arizona. He's he's done nothing but shit talk that guy since day one to the point where Flake's not even running for re-election. Flake is on the Judiciary Committee, so if he votes no. Susan Collins doesn't have to vote. It won't matter. Because I think that he is going to take the bullet for the rest of the Republicans on that Judiciary Committee. Because yeah. he's not running. So he says, I'll vote no. So right. I'm now the deciding vote. No, the other Democrat Republicans don't well, even have no, to vote. no, because it's 
No, no, no. It's no. It, it, it won't even get out of committee. He's he has to he has to they have to vote in committee. Oh, I see what you're saying. If he if they don't get him out of committee, then he doesn't even get. No, there. I think it still goes. To well, the, I think that it's I think without that, a recommendation, I believe. I think it'll be without a recommendation. I think that's what's gonna happen, and then I think without the recommendation, then it'll give cover to the rest of the Republicans to to vote him down. Um, because then he can just vote because Flake can then just vote on the floor. No, no. Do you idea. think this should have been an FBI investigation? I think that. It doesn't matter. I think. I think that. I think that what he, if he, what he's done. He's done I think he's we done, would have found more evidence. He's done really. Th- I think that he's done really. He's accused of really three things. One was, <coughs> and so lack of a better term, he was with with Doctor Ford. He was roughhousing, you know, in, in a sexual nature. Maybe you could say he was going to try to rape her, sexual assault her, but he was trying to have some sort of 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 action with Doctor Ford right. and. It was broken up, but the thing that strikes me as odd is that the, the guy's friend, the guy who's backing him up. Yeah, I can't think of his name. The way that it ended was he, like, he like jumped on both of them. He jumped like, on he the pig, bed. He pigpiled them. He's is his quote. I pigpiled both of them. Uh, he said this. Yeah, this is what he said. Because he, she said that he jumped on the bed. Yeah. And when he jumped on the bed, everybody fell over, on, and that's her. That's what was yeah. her way of escaping. The way that he explained she, it was that they were all on the bed, and he just like came. She like, ran from. The bedroom into a bathroom that was right next to the bedroom, yeah. locked the door, and then she could hear them going down, laughing down the stairway. Yeah, um, this is the guy. The guy. The guy. The, the his name escapes me, but he his thing was that they were there was like they're wrestling around on the bed. And so he, he agrees that this took place. Then he, his thing was that they it wasn't it wasn't a like uh, a what's we call it? I'm gonna a, look up his a, name. A, uh, <coughs> There was no, it, w- it wasn't as sexual as she's making out to be. It was more like some tomfoolery, I guess. Like some. So like, he does acknowledge that. From happened. what I understand, they, wow. Because his terms that he because that's big. If, because if, his thing was that if it was so bad, because because if but if it was if they were if he was smart judge if Mark judge if if Kavanaugh was trying to rape her. Unless Mark Judge is a sociopath, he just g- goes in like Jimmy Flex snookers on top of all, the whole pile. And who are the other people on this bed? So yeah, you're right. And this is Breitbart too. Third person that Kavanaugh accuser claims was at the party denies oh denies incident. But the question so, is that like who else is on that bed? If he said because he because because he says that the, the whole group like everyone fell off the bed when he when he jumped on the bed. Who else? So there's obviously Kavanaugh and Ford. Then what's his name? Not his name. Let me write it down. I am, what's his so name? So again? this is what he, uh, Mark Judge. This yeah. is what he said. I am issuing this statement today to make it clear to all involved. That I have no knowledge of the party in question, nor do I have knowledge of the allegations of improper conduct she has leveled against Brett Kavanaugh. So I don't know where you got that. From. I think that he's not. He's no. He's like saying that he, he's he not going to be under oath. He didn't do too. those. Like he wasn't trying to sexually assault her. He's saying I don't know anything about this. That's what he's saying. Because, well, I mean, from what I unless unless I what I heard what read the show on CNN was totally correct that they were on the bed. He came over and, and and got on the bed, and then they fell off, and she ran to the bathroom. He, the way that I understood that he said it was that he pigpiled the, the group, <coughs> and that and everyone was laughing and pigpiling, and then he just jumped on them, and then um, that he doesn't remember her like you know running away upset or crying or anything like that. And this is also, of course, like you said, when they're in high school. The second is. He is accused of, for lack of a better term, p- trying to teabag this this second lady. <laughs> that she was like, you know, 
drunk. Her eyes were closed. And then when she opened her eyes, his junk was like right in her face. Mm-hmm. And then she pushed his pushed it away. And then he pulled up his stuff. And it sounds to me like he was trying to like teabag her or to make some sort of like joke. I don't think that his intent was to sexually assault from what I've read, the, the, the second accuser. Now, this third accuser is so far out there that, that she heard... Is this it, the Rhode Island one? No, this, this is the girl that's, that's, that has the same lawyer, Stormy oh, okay. Daniels. Okay. And I'm not saying Stormy Daniels because she's a porn star. I just don't... Mar, uh, Avenal, Avenali, <laughs> who supposedly is going to run for president himself. Avenanti, yeah. Where she's saying that Avenanti. she overheard Mark Judge and Kavanaugh planning to gang rape a y- young lady. <laughs> Uh, that is, I believe the first two, I believe that the first two things happened. I believe, but I don't think that in 1983, because what we're doing here is we're observing an action in 1983 through the, 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 the lenses of 2018. In 2003, this type of actions was not considered... 1983, yeah. 1983, 1983 I'm sorry, even 2003, really, yeah. but 1983 even was totally different. Totally different. I mean, look at, look at Revenge of the Nerds, a movie that came out in 1984. The main plot point <laughs> is the nerd rapes the, the, the cheerleader when he dresses up as Darth Vader. Like, that's like the... Like, Porky's. Look at Porky's. I mean, if you look at that, watch that movie from the 80s, that's all about pretty much sexual assault and how it's totally fine. I think that we have this tendency to, to look at actions that this guy did, and then, and then you look at their back. But when I was 17, when I was 18, when I was 19, when I was pretty much my first four years in the Marine Corps, first of all, we, we drank to way to excess. And there's been multiple times where I don't remember how I got home yeah. or uh, parts uh, are hazy. So, of course, I went to college the same and, thing. And yeah. um, if, the, if the line, if the barrier is... Do have you ever had sexual relations with a person that was directly influenced by you being inebriated? Oh, i.e., you wouldn't have done it if you were sober, or two, you regretted it in the morning. I think that a vast majority of people who went to college, who were in the military, yeah. would be like, Yes, because I mean, there's this whole thing coyote arm where you wake up the next morning, you're like, How did I get here? Where am I? Oh, you have to gnaw your own arm off because the person that's laying underneath it. <laughs> I don't, you know, and it's also the same thing with young ladies where they wake up and they're like, who is this person? Yes. I don't know. And so I think that if we are setting this standard so high, one, I think it, it takes away from the real issues. Because Mark Cavanaugh... But here's the thing. Nobody is saying if you drink to excess, you can't be on the Supreme Court. What no one is saying is if you have consensual sex, you can't be on the Supreme is it, Court. Can, can, it, can you have consensual sex if you're inebriated? But this is that's not the issue here. The issue is here is he was inebriated, yeah. forced her down, uh, turned up the music, groped her, put his genitals against her genitals. Like it was pretty, like through the through their pants. Through not, their pants, yeah, yeah. yes. So he was like dry humping. Um, you're right. So basically he did all that mm-hmm. and now he's denying it. So yeah. if he came out and he said, you know what, look, I did some things I'm not proud of when I was younger. I was under the influence of alcohol and I don't remember doing this, but I apologize if I, if I did do this in my ways, I've had an exemplary career for the last 35 years. And, um, please don't take that away from 
he would absolutely get nominated. I, but he brought this upon himself by denying, denying, denying. I don't the think Trump so. The Trump defense. Of, because look what happened to Franken. Franken did even less. Al Franken, and I'm no fan of Al Franken. Al Franken overly kissed a girl in a skit where there was kissing. But she felt that he was overly aggressive in the in their acting. And two is he took a picture with his hands over where her breasts would be. She had like a flak jacket on because they were in a, they were at a USO um, event and they were flying out. So he just took a picture with his hands where her breasts would be underneath a flak jacket. And those two things got him kicked. Well, not kicked out. It made him resign from the Senate. So I don't think that the way the narrative works now is that if you admit to it. You have to resign. You have to show penance. He can't get it. So you don't think he would get confirmed? I do not this? think. I think that he would have to resign. Because when have you seen somebody who has admitted to it, not go away for a year, two years, and then come back and make the big return? <coughs> it, it, is a, it, it is a good point. I, so I, I think perhaps that you, you're right. You either, and I don't think that – and I think so the only narrative that's been successful is the Trump narrative. Deny, deny, deny. As Chris Rock said – if your wife comes in and you're with a woman from behind, tell your wife you're pushing her out the window. The shaggy. It wasn't. It, was, it, it wasn't, wasn't me. It wasn't me. It just just <laughs> deny, deny, deny. And I think that. But my question is, what, so say Kavanaugh doesn't get it. What happens? I, I actually have a question for you. Right? And okay. Um, let's go back to that in a second. But um, you you talked about the uh, shit attitude that Trump's gonna have a shit attitude about this whole thing. He's already had kind of a yeah. shit attitude. But this guy. Is yeah. the definition testifying today of a he, shit attitude? Yeah, he is not coming he, across as. He is coming well. across terribly. Where um, Doctor Ford came across quite well, I thought. Yeah, when I watched it, and he is coming across as like yeah. Like I don't know if he's trying to come across like incredulous. I'm so like, outrageous that by like, this. Like, why are we even talking about this? Yeah. I think that you just this is all a sham. If I was advising him, I'd say you answer the questions and let the reader be like. So Sheldon Whitehouse, Senator Whitehouse, is asking about. What is the Ralph Club? And asking him what does fart jokes mean? <laughs> what you do he is you asking answer, about drinking games, and you add, you answer him point of fact, and yeah. then the, re, the viewers like, really, you're just going to ask him about like stupid high school drinking games? That's what you're going to spend your five minutes on? Let the viewer put the numbers together. But when you come across as such a condescending prick, you're like, why? Why do you got to be such a jerk about it? Yeah, he, he is probably a, a dirty frat boy, you know, trying to, you know, hat backwards, red solo cup in hand, you know, pouring it over girls, you know, blouses and stuff. Like you would, well, I think, like when you think of the, that, that '80s Revenge of the Nerds frat boy kind of like jerk off, <laughs> yeah, like that's how that's how he's coming across. Yes, yes. And even before this, I, that's the way I thought he was, just an elitist prick. That so. Has, so let me ask okay. my question. You're more in the middle to the middle than I mm-hmm. am. Would you? You know how I would vote. Would you vote to confirm this guy? See, I don't know. It depends. It, it depends on, on on a few things. Right now, though, I mean, if this is on my conscience, if I'm, if I'm not having to deal with the political pressures of of being a senator and running for re-election, and if I'm a senator of like some super red state or whatever, but just as a human being. It's, especially after he's seeing his 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 uh, answers and stuff, I'm just going to be really difficult for me to, to vote yes. I mean, and I mean, you don't think he is going to get confirmed? Either. I do not. I don't. I do not think. I think they're going to. The Republicans are going to find a way to get out of it. But with that said, I think that one of the wor- I think that the Democrats are being super short sighted in this Kavanaugh issue. Because these are a couple of reasons. One is 
from I was in, in Politico released a article that Trump was amazed that there's just been this much backlash against Kavanaugh because he thought that this was the most like moderate of the of the four candidates and the real real person he wanted was that that female the the female judge and that she's like an uber conservative I mean like like super super conservative I mean like we're talking like Clarence Thomas like conservative. So, and so he he's surprised that this that this his opinion of a moderate got jammed up. One the number one reason that the, the number one reason in the 2016 election for why people voted for Trump was Supreme Court nominations. That was the number one reason. Yeah. If Kavanaugh had gotten through, and you're a conservative, why would you go to the 2018 elections? You've gotten two out of three. You're, the Supreme Court's now six to three. They're all young. The, the, the conservatives have the, the Supreme Court for the next 20 years. If he gets shot down, right? So now there's, you know there's an opening. Now, the whole reason why you voted for Trump is now a reason for you to go out in 2018 and vote Republican. Because you know that if Republicans keep the House and the Senate, you're going to get... A, cons- a, a, a more conservative because I'll tell you what if the Republicans keep the House and the Senate the, the person that's going to be nominated is going to be like Moses <laughs> I mean it's going to be Old Testament you know uh, yeah you, I, you could be right but I will think- will this because I, I think on the opposite hand if Kavanaugh does get um, confirmed that will be such a clarion call to the Democratic people and to moderates who are pro-choice that say, look it, it's now six to three. We There has to be, it's, it's not going to be a blue wave, it's going to be a blue tsunami. Because now the Republicans aren't going to come out because they've gotten what they wanted. The, thing, the one thing they wanted, which was a conservative Supreme Court, they've got. There's no reason for them to come out in 2018. They don't like Trump in the first place. They were voting for him because they wanted God. I pray to God that I don't even believe in that Ginsburg does not die. But if <laughs> every day I'm on my knees. If um, I, so I think that if Kavanaugh does get nominated, I think that it allows the Democrats to even maybe even take the Senate to crush the House, maybe take the Senate because it's going to be such a motivator. If Kavanaugh gets rejected, I think it's going to cause the Republican Party. The, the conservatives I, I, to I don't know I don't know if rally. I believe that I think the longer this charade goes on the more no no, no I don't I don't mean Kevin I think that, that like Kevin is just they don't care but they, they just love that one spot that they and they know that if they don't get if the Republicans lose the Senate Republicans lose the House that spot is gonna that spot is not gonna get filled in two years I guarantee you if 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 they don't control the House and the Senate they will not it'll be eight it'll be an eight person um uh Supreme Court until 2020. So if I'm a Republican super conservative, I want to go out and I'm going to vote for a Republican because I want that spot to be filled by conservative and not wait till 2020 when yeah. Trump could lose. I so I, I think that that could be a real um, a real issue. I, I wanted to bring up um, a couple of things. Uh, well, actually, before I do that, Sarah Huckabee Sanders yesterday said, all nominees deserve to be put to a vote. Oh really, Merrick Garland? He got put to a vote. Mm-hmm. Dumb bitch. And if you if you go back into the archive, you will see that I have said that I thought that Republicans were wrong. In, in there is a process in the Senate, 
And this is why I would be a terrible senator. Because if I was on that committee, I'd be like, you put Merrick Garland forward. If he, if I would have done it, if I was Republican, you I would have primaried the fuck out of. Oh yeah, I, I, that's why I say I can never be, run for elected office because. Oh, I, I'm I too, would absolutely say you, abortion you, law you, was the crime rate. I would never get reelected. You can't, you can't get elected if every uh, political action group gives you a C. I get a C from from the NRA. I get a C from Planned Parenthood. I get a C from everybody because I'm, I'm not way to the left and I'm not way to the right. I am in the middle, and in the middle you, you'll get a C from all these groups. So I'll get primaried, like if, if I was running, because I'd run Republican. You so would never get it again. Dude. I would have to be. If I would, you ever got in, be, you'd be a one-term senator. I would have to be like a senator from like one of those like New Hampshire or from like Maine, those like Uber like like, or or I'd have to be like a blue dog Democrat, like a senator from North Carolina. That's a Democrat, but that's like you know. So I wanted to switch a little bit to uh, boxing, mm. uh, but I know you're a. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, a heavyweight. Uh, you like the heavyweight division? I do. Right I do. I do. But I tell you what, I've been watching a lot of the lightweights. The, the 135, uh, Mikey Garcia. Yeah. And um, what's the guy? AK40. The 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 Lushenko, Yeah, yeah he's really good. The guy who has like 900 amateur fights. <laughs> right. And as a pro, he has like six titles <laughs> and he's six and zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was, his record is like with a record of six and zero oh, with six world championships. Um. So uh, we had a big heavyweight fight this past weekend with um, Anthony Joshua coming out with a big victory over Povetkin, mm-hmm. and he um, is a really good fighter. I see Povetkin fighting. Povetkin, I consider him the gatekeeper. He's a very good, very, very, very yes. good heavyweight. Um, and he was actually giving Joshua a good fight. I don't know if you saw yeah. it. Yeah, I saw. I saw. The, it was uh, pretty uh, even. And um, and then you know Joshua came away with the victory, like most people had predicted. Um, but going forward, we have Tyson Fury and Wilder who might be fighting, which would be spectacular. Mm-hmm. Two undefeated heavyweights. Um, and with Anthony Joshua, the heavyweight division hasn't been this good in almost 25 years. One thing so, that struck me as odd was Wilder Wilder is getting more money for a fight with Tyson Fury than he would have gotten with a fight with Anthony Joshua. That's what it, that's what uh, is that what it came down to? Yeah. Well, that, that I was listening to there's a on on XM Radio uh, Jerry Cooney and um, is it Gil, because Povetkin can bring people to the? No, no, it was Wilder had choice of Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua, and he was he was guaranteed more money to fight Tyson Fury than he was Anthony Joshua. Now the fight I want to see is Wilder Joshua. I think right. that's the but right. he but the reason why he went with Fury. Was because there was more money, and I found it to be really odd. Like, why would they? Why would there be more money? Um, Tyson Fury has a big following. Yeah. Um, okay. The, the, and um, I, so does I, I guess Anthony Joshua is considered one of the most popular fighters. Yeah, Anthony Joshua is like beloved. He's so, handsome. He's. Um, I mean, Anthony Joshua is the total package. If you're Wilder, you want to fight Tyson Fury as opposed to Anthony Joshua because yeah. I think Anthony Joshua is probably better. It is the best out of all three. Well, one thing that, that, that's, that, that Fury, Fury is, so, he is so big, and that jab is so long and so powerful. Like, you watch that Klitschko fight, and I don't understand, like, you watch it, you're like, just get out of the way of that jab. And it, he hits Klitschko with that so many times, and it doesn't look like it's even hurting him, and it's like, like taking his head off. He, it's, he's just, and he, if you saw Tyson Fury, except for his height, you would not think that that guy was a prize fighter, a world's champion. He looked, he's not looked apart. You, you see Dante uh, Wilder, you see Anthony Joshua, they look like heavyweight champions of the world. 
But, you know, I think that people want... I, I, I want... So, so many people want... If Wilder beats Fury... And I think that what Povenkin is, he is the gatekeeper of the heavyweight division. You gotta get to, you gotta get past him now to get to the real good players. But I think that if it's done well, Wilder versus Joshua in England, in Wembley Stadium, 85, 90,000 people, you pull, you 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 give them that that huge, you know, 30, 30 city over 60 days, you know, uh, press conference in America. I mean, it's gonna be up there with. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a mega fight. It's gonna be, you know, a fight like like you saw like a Bo Hollyfield Tyson Hollyfield, one of those right. heavyweight fights. Because I mean, we're getting good fights though. I mean, it's just they're just not the big. They're not. And the fights like Triple G, um, Canelo two, so good, such a good such fight. a good fight. It, it's. I mean, it was. It wasn't as big as the first one, but it's. It is a a fight. If that they have a third if, one, it'll if be the you biggest. Watch that fight, you, I tell you what, if you go, I used to say that if you want to, um, if you want to get somebody to to enjoy boxing, have them watch the Mickey Ward uh, Arturo oh, Gotti yeah. trilogy, and then they'll be a fight fan. Yeah. I might say have them watch Triple G Canelo one and two. Yeah, because it is and, so. And good. I think we're gonna get a third one, and I think it's gonna be bigger than the so, first two. So speaking of that. What about this uh, May- Mayweather? Mayweather uh, coming out Pacquiao of Pacquiao. Yes, too? there's so much in boxing I want to talk to, and I forgot. Why though? That. That's the question. Like, why? Why do we want to? See? I mean, oh, oh, that oh is why do I want to see it? Just because I'm a boxing purist. Because you want to see, and it's Mayweather? so, it's so. I want to see Mayweather lose. Of course, I yes. Do. That's um, and uh, I thought the first fight it was probably a eight eight four kind of fight, and. Uh, Mayweather didn't want to hear this, but Pacquiao had a bum shoulder. Yeah. So he won four rounds with a bum shoulder. He had surgery afterwards. Pacquiao's um, older. More. He's been fighting since that Yeah, he's time. been fighting. So I don't know if that works against him or there might be some ring rust on, uh, okay. on, on Mayweather. What do you want to see? Like, okay, so now you become Sean Harris. You become the dictator of the world. You can force people to, uh, <laughs> to fight. To fight. Um, um, and and you, uh, oh God, let's save that for next week because I don't know. Well, this I want to I want to be able to look it up. I want to tell you because I don't think on, me, I, I don't it. know if I want to see Mayweather versus Triple G or Mayweather versus Canelo again. Um, because I think they're too big. What? Um, they're middleweights now, and you know he's a welterweight at one forty-seven, and he fights at his. Walking around with so Mayweather is gonna <coughs> fight what at like one forty five, is that one forty seven? Yeah. So this is what I, I want. I want to see. I want to. What's his name? Um, but he did fight Canelo at one fifty two. He does a lot of that. He does one fifty four against Oscar. He does. He doesn't look good at one fifty four. The um, what's his name? The good the, the Russian the Russian guy. Um, who has like three thousand um, amateur fights? Yeah, uh, love it. Love There's Shanko. so many guys that could fight him. So I'll, I'll just give you uh, Vasily Lomachenko at. So he's eleven. Lomachenko, he's eleven one because he got he got disqualified one. So he's at one thirty five. I'd love to see him fight against Mayweather. Mayweather. Lomachenko is a destroyer of worlds. But how about this? How about Terence Crawford? How about Triple G? How about Errol Spence Jr.? How about Keith Thurman? 
Um, the guy who's been here's the thing. Her. How about Mickey Ward? The or Mickey only Garcia? fight that made sense. Sean Porter. Here's the thing. The only here's why we're never gonna see that. The only the only two fights that Mayweather it makes sense for him to come back on is a rematch with McGregor or a rematch with uh, Pac-Man. You don't because think, they are the biggest names. You don't in think boxing. a rematch with Canelo would make money? Uh, uh, Canelo's like I was a young kid. I've now. I've now I mean, you could probably sell it. That's probably the third biggest fight you can make. I still think Mayweather. I mean, uh, Pacquiao and McGregor are bigger names than. See, I, I tell you, I, I don't. Canelo. I have no. <coughs> I have no interest, interest in this. Are you going to watch this fight? Well, yeah, I'm going to watch it because I like boxing. But if I'm, I'm thinking about, like, there's no, I don't have any sizzle in it. Like, there's no, like, whoo, like, whoo, like, when, I, when you All tell right. me Dante Wilder, Anthony, Josh, Anthony Joshua, I'm paying, so this is going to be $99.95, because that's what they pay now for the HD on the pay-per-views. I'm going to pay my hundred goddamn dollars, and I'm going to be all tingly inside. This is like, all right. I'll, I'll watch it. I'll watch it just because, you know, I'm just saying that I'm not going to tell you how, what format I'm going to use to watch this fight. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So uh, there's two more things I wanted to cover in boxing. Uh, first off, I don't know if you knew this, but HBO mm-hmm. is no longer going to be covering fights. At all. Top Rank is the, like was their promoter. I did Top Rank that. is going to ESPN. They didn't feel the love, I think, was almost the exact quote. Is it because of the main event? Bar, that new, um, they've, the they've been losing. Uh, what I can tell you is HBO for 2017 and this year, 2018, has reduced their boxing budget big time. Um, and so now they're just getting out of it. I, the way it sounds is like they're getting out of it totally in 2019. Um, but... In, uh, let's talk a little bit about the HBO, the guys that have appeared the most on HBO. You know, but, oh, Which oh, box oh, oh, do you think? That. You know what's a, what makes me the most sad about that? Is that there's not going to be any more HBO 24-7. <laughs> I, yeah. That show, I love We'll still be, get that. to see the, uh, the Showtime version of it. What is it called? It's HBO. They, they've got it down. Like yeah. you, that, that, that's, like the, that's like really the part that makes me the most sad. Is that the just the whole? I love that twenty four seven. You you can now with YouTube. You wait till like the night before. You watch all of them in a row. You get you all like. I didn't up. even I didn't even watch. Oh, uh, I love that show. The Triple G versus Canelo one. But I always watch the Mayweather ones because he, yeah. he's entertaining as fuck. But um, wow. All right, so now that's really disheartening. So they they've been covering boxing for forty five years, which right. I didn't even think HBO was a channel after after forty five years as a broadcast from. For mm-hmm. most of the biggest fights in boxing as the platform okay. that created modern pay-per-view and the launching pad for most of sports' biggest stars for decades, HBO announced on Thursday that it was dropping its coverage by the end of the year. And so, um, so who do you think has fought the most? It's a tie. Who do you okay. think has fought the most on it's HBO? It's not going to be Tyson because he had a deal with Showtime. Here's I'm the thing. Say... Wait, wait a minute. I'm... Let me just give you a hint. All right. Because all of these guys have fought within the last... Don't go back 45 years. No, no, no. So no. Um, it, we're going back, I'm going to say, to like mid-80s. Uh, and I'm going to say who's fought the even most. That's, even uh, that's pushing I'm going to say Roy Jones Jr. And Roy Jones Jr. is number one tied with who? Uh, okay, okay. So Because Roy Jones Jr. It was a staple. That dude was so HBO, good. Yeah. He, was fight, he was fighting like every two days because yeah. he never got hurt. <laughs> <laughs> there was nobody for him to um, fight too. And I'm going to say a Vander Hyfield. 
Um, not even in the top one, two, uh, one, three, one, four, one five, one. six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Really? Um, so uh, maybe he was a Showtime guy. I don't know. Oh yeah, he was a Showtime guy because I think Mike Tyson at the time was an HBO guy. No, because I know that when he when, they, when Tyson came back from prison, he was. Oh a no, Showtime it was Lennox, guy. Lennox Lewis and Tyson were not. It was almost like remember uh, Pacquiao versus Mayweather. Could yeah, happen. it had one guy with yeah. Showtime. And that also happened with Lennox Lewis and Mike Tyson. So, all right, Roy Jones, you got him. Uh, so, and I'm, there's uh, a guy tied with him. Who who is super prolific? Think of the most popular boxers of you know the last. Uh, well, okay, uh, the most popular Oscar De La Hoya. There you go. There you go. So, Roy right. Jones and Oscar De La Hoya both right. have 32 fights. I can believe that. And uh, there's a tie for third place too. Because Shane Mosley is tied with Floyd Mayweather, and now Floyd Mayweather has gone to Hold Showtime. Hold on, you just made, I didn't think of this, but you have homework for next week because yeah. I was watching a Golden Boy, the Golden Golden Boy fights or whatever. Um, uh, last week, and there's this new kid, this this young. Um, let me let me get his name. There's this new kid. He is 19 years old. He had he had his fight on there on the Golden Boy. I think it was an ESPN or or um, one of those channels. And this it was all women in the crowd. They were all they were cheering for him. They were chanting him, and he was so. Give me one second. He's real, real young, undefeated. Oh, what is this guy's name? course if i just if i had knew we were gonna talk about this i would have looked it up he is he's like the flash that that's his nickname the flash Hold on me. um we're probably not going to get too much in depth with this topic so let me bring it up while uh, you're looking it up all right um what do you think of tito ortiz versus chuck liddell three this <laughs> Just <laughs> promoted by Golden, uh, Boy. Golden Boy, yeah. This is what the difference between the UFC and boxing. This is the Pacquiao versus Mayweather yeah. too. So what the UFC it. does is they they put on. You, if if you get a UFC card, if you own the UFC Fight Pass, they they put five to six fights on FX One on Live TV. They put five to six fights on their Fight Pass, which is like their. Um, on-demand channel. Yeah. And then five to six fights on their pay-per-view. And sometimes there's a great main event. Sometimes the main events are, are not as good. But you're going to get 15 fights that matter. Everywhere from guys starting out to moving up the ranks. Each card is put together with some sort of cohesion towards the future. Because the UFC is not on one pay-per-view. They're doing a one pay-per-view every month. Yeah. But they're, they're, they're going towards an end result. Where in boxing, it's just a big fight, a sort of big fight, and then no one shows up to like the other two or three fights. No one cares about it. And nobody can, This is a fight that anyone who who cares about makes much odds. No one cares about it. This fight means nothing to nobody. It's it's Chuck Liddell getting a payday. But it's the biggest names. In, it's the biggest names that are... That are from, and that's from, exactly from what the Pacquiao first gener- and Mayweather is yeah. in boxing. It's, it's, I mean... It's, so I, you I have like the same this, attitude for both fights too. It's just it doesn't. I want a fight to. There's, there's no. There's no. I want some. I want some steak with my sizzle. 
I, I, and I want it to be a, a big name fight, but I want it to have some, some meaning to it other than just. Liddell is saying that if he wins, he's going to continue to fight in. Yeah, yeah. well, in he, you, you, okay, so it's one 45 year old guy beating up another 45 year old guy. Chuck Liddell beat him. He's already beat him. I mean, Chuck Liddell goes in there and he fights anybody in the top five. He beat Ortiz twice. In, in, yeah, in, yeah in, not in this century. Yeah, <laughs> if if he goes if he goes, if he goes to two hundred five, if he fights John Jones, he might get murdered. If he fights anybody, uh, the 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 heavyweight champ, um, and the heavyweight champ, would you have? Time. Would you like to see John Jones step into the boxing ring and fight one of these, uh, you know, these three heavyweights that we mentioned? No, because John Jones will get his fucking head taken off. Because John Jones is is talking about it. He's I would I want to see John Jones go fight a boxer as much as I want to see Anthony Joshua fight MMA. It's it's it's. I want, it's like I don't want to. I don't want to see Tom Brady go play center for, Here's the, the thing, for the Knicks. But it's all about what makes money. Well, it's yeah, not yeah. about what you want to see. There's no and John Jones against De- Deontay Wilder. John, gonna no. pull, gonna John pull. Jones needs to clear out. John Jones needs to have a fight where he doesn't get suspended. I don't know. I'm not going. John Jones has spent not going to go that too in depth about MMA because I don't know. John Jones has spent the a majority of the past two years suspended for various drug. Um, violations. Yeah. So, so anyway, the guy's name is Ryan Garcia. Who is? Uh, I'm sorry. Who? Ryan Garcia. About? Yeah. What were we talking about? I forgot. This guy is the future of the lightweight. <coughs> I think he's 135 pounds. He's 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 in that Tommy Hearns like 135 where he's like really really tall but really thin. So he has he has the body to fill out to move up. You know to to various. Um, he has a fight. Watch him. Um, there's a video you can watch for people listening. Just go to YouTube and put in Ryan Garcia, 32nd first round KO. But wait till you listen to a whole podcast. Right? Yes, listen to finish the podcast first. <laughs> we only got five minutes left. This so. kid is handsome as hell, fast. He's got he he is he he's got the total package up to right now. I mean, he's only like nine and zero. He's he's you know, he's getting fed a bunch of tomato cans. Yeah, but if this guy's a real deal, he is an Oscar De La Hoya, like level talent uh, in regards to the looks. And like I said, I watched it on the thing on on I think it was ESPN, maybe it was on YouTube. And legit, fifty percent of the of the people in the crowd were women, <laughs> screaming like they were seeing the Beatles. Um, I don't know if you knew too, but uh, Demetrius Andre had had H A D had a big fight for the middleweight championship at, in Boston. Against uh, Billy Joe Saunders, and today Billy Joe Saunders came back with a positive test for PEDs. So, so the fight looks like it is canceled. And Billy I was Saunders really was, looking forward to that, it. That's so. another like gatekeeper. They Billy were actually talking about Billy Joe Saunders if he had beaten Demetrius Andrade in this title fight was going to fight the winner of uh, Triple G versus Canelo to have the ultimate middleweight. I heard, so, yeah, I heard. Yeah, someone else was. was so was, now was Demetrius, who cannot find a, an opponent, Demetrius Andre is uh, my favorite fighter, being from Providence and uh, a local guy. And we have, it's not. What, it's not. Uh, what's his name? Um, the contender. Uh, maybe Fredo doesn't fight anymore. Uh, oh. But uh, Demetrius is my favorite fighter, uh, being uh, he's the local guy and uh, representing Providence, Rhode Island. Oh, oh, wait, what? It's, it's, it's the fight isn't canceled. Oh, the fight is not canceled. Hold on, huh? hold on. Um, this is this oh, is breaking, breaking news, news huh? from twenty minutes ago. 
Uh, this is from BoxingScene.com. Give okay. them credit. Billy Joe Saunders reportedly failed a performance enhancement <coughs> drug test that will that could jeopardize his upcoming middleweight title. According to ESPN, ESPN.com, Saunders has tested positive for oxyolfrine, which is an amphetamine that can enhance endurance. The, the positive test could cause the cancellation of the WBO middleweight championship fight against Andre on October 20th. Saunders, if he is, if it is canceled, Saunders will be stripped of his WBO 160-pound championship. Andre of Providence, Rhode Island, is the mandatory challenger for Saunders' title. If Saunders is stripped, then Andre would could fight someone for the vacant championship on October 20th. Okay. The number two contender and someone prepared is Walter Katuwanduwaku. <laughs> The number, the WBO's number two contender. <laughs> so it's saying that it's not, uh, is, um, <laughs> one of the theories is that Saunders is purposely failed his test to, so he could land a more profitable fight against Triple G. That's what, that's what this website's saying. This is not, I'm not saying that. I have no idea if he's doing that or not. But, <laughs> Purposely failing your PED, so because if you get if you get destroyed in this fight, there's no there's no there's no sizzle for you to fight Triple G. If you oh I can't fight you because I, I I'm taking drugs, then Andre gets to fight Henry Wakan Wakan Akamboko, and so do you want do you want him you just you want him to see Billy you want him to fight Saunders or you just want him to go fight for the title? I. Uh... I'd prefer him to fight Billy Joe Saunders, but but like if if it's like he's if he's gonna fight Tomato King because Joe, I actually have tickets to the fight too. To <laughs> well, that's, so yeah. you so you want the quality to be a quality fight. I, so, I want Demetrius Andre to fight. What if what but if what if, if he's he, what if he's gonna fight Tomato King Joe <laughs> for the WBO championship and he wins it? You, you can say you were there. Yes, um, and I I've actually been to a live fight too where I've seen a guy win a, cha- a world championship. Ooh, and, and that was that. Peter Manfredo. At um, it was either Foxwoods or Mohegan. I tell you what, I don't remember. Which. Is, I think it was I've, Mohegan. I've talked to that guy twice in my life. I don't know the guy. Peter Manfredo. I talked yeah. to him twice. I talked to him once at Chuck E. Cheese. His daughter was having a birthday party, and my son was at another birthday party. Yeah. And I had a Rocky T-shirt that said "Cut Me, Mick." And he came up to me and he goes, "I like your shirt." Yeah. And I said, "I like you, champ." <laughs> and he was the nicest. He is dude. wicked nice. He yes. was, and I talked to that guy for yeah. maybe twenty minutes, and yeah. we just. Maybe I'm not one to get like starstruck, so maybe with it, and I saw him yeah. at the dunk, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and I'm at Dunkin' Donuts Arena somewhere, and I talked to him, and he's a nice, nice guy. Yeah, he's not, one of the I'm, nicest I've guys. I've never yeah. heard anybody ever talk shit yeah. about, and about he, him. You see him as a nice guy on TV too, with these interviews, and he's just as nice in person as he is. Uh, it, you it, know, like the. Right, so he's 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 he is a like a blue collar all American guy. Yeah, nice guy. I like so him. anyway, thank you for coming back to season four. We're going to uh, be on a, a, a roll for a, a while now. I hope you liked our first uh, episode back. We went uh, to the hour mark. We haven't been there for, oh, for a while, so yeah. that's good. So uh, thanks for listening, and uh, come back next week and drink Tab Cola. <laughs> our sponsor. Your kids. We the best, we will cut up.
Runny face in your chest, little wench. I'm a mention of be fresh. I'm a mitch. Get correct. I will walk into a court while it wrecks. Screaming, yes, I am guilty, motherfuckers. I am death.